Two things. One, you need to follow me back now because I've been following you. And you have something black in your teeth. Uh, um. Uh, so, Becca, where can we go? What are you on Twitter? He's leaving. Um, <laughs> it's Becca underscore R underscore V. I'm going to double check that and make sure it's correct. Mine is Incredible Mr. Nat. What are you, Palmer? He's at, at Palmer, Palmer Lovett. Lovett. P-A-L-M-E-R-L-O-V-E-T-T. Gotta love it. Lovett. Do I still have... Let me see. There you're good. The camera you need to worry about is that camera. If any of you are listening to the podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud or you uh, you your local Starbucks, well. if you bought it at the checkout center of your local Starbucks. That'd be cool if we were there. Would it? Um, you can also check us out on YouTube. We have all of these recorded, and you can check them all out on there as well. Um... We all have movie pass. In, Do yeah. you yeah, have movie I, pass? Yeah, I, I realized that yesterday, again, it was just so beneficial. The movie we went to go see was $11. Yeah. And I yeah. had seen a movie and previously that week. If you go week. to Celebrity, which they don't have it set up yet, or any theater that doesn't, and it's just check-in, yeah. it just puts $10 on your card. Oh, so you can go and buy a snack? You can, well, you have to do it in the same transaction, which is possible. If you That's go celebrity. to the uh, concession like, stand. Hey, man, I haven't bought my ticket yet. Could you ring me up for both? No, but... They'll say no. My point, my real point is, no, they'll do it, is premium large format. Okay, yes. Premium large format is the coolest. I like it more than IMAX. Well, and at Celebrity, in the weekdays, they usually have premium large format for like eight bucks. So MoviePass has been paying for my... Maybe I shouldn't be saying this on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, that's the thing. Like at Celebrity, do I really want... I can't go see a movie in the regular screens. They're crap. They are. The, They're very the bad. Premium large form. Like I'm not gonna. I don't go to celebrity. Like every night, if I have a night or I get off early, I just look. I say, "What's playing in premium large format?" And there's two movies. And it's like, yeah. Also, at celebrity, if you go over, I'm I might sorry. Go see a quiet if, place if, tonight. If a while from now, really? people are listening to this and you aren't in Baton Rouge. Celebrity is a local theater that we go to. It used to be a really crummy little place called and Grand Cinema. And it's still Cinema. a piece of shit. They it just is. put a lot of money into but it. Nice. They put a lot of money into these two new awesome screens. So that's the best really, thing about it. Because they're, they're not the big Dolby screens. They're like... They're a little curved. But no, the sound they're, system they're is Dolby what's good like about They're Dolby minis. That's, that's what it's called. Oh, they, they call them Dolby Minis? They don't call them Dolby Minis, but they call them Dolby something. Like, well, anyway, Palmer lives right next to this theater, so he's able to pretty much walk there. So it is kind of or bike. advantageous Mostly to you. Mostly bike. But the ones at AMC are great. Those Dolbys are awesome. Those Dolbys are remarkable. So what have you... I, well, we saw Blade Runner. I saw Ready Player One there, which we'll talk about here in a second. I only saw Blade Runner. I would Runner. like more coffee. Okay, so we were talking about... Oh, we took a little bit of a break there. We were talking about... The celebrity pre- premium large format, you're probably going to go see A Quiet Place tonight. Premium large format is pretty much the way to go Woo. over IMAX. Especially with all that feedback. Okay. Right, you well, got to know that that's not the camera that's filming you. It's that one. So like whenever you look over there, it I looks like weird. That one. Your hair, you look like a ginger. Anyway, well, MoviePass is buying a movie phone. Have y'all ever used that before? No. <laughs> hey. Sorry. It's all good. No, I haven't. Well, Movie Phone is, uh, it's going to be a way. So whenever you go on Movie Pass, like next month, you're going to see ratings next to the movies, kind of like you do on Flickster whenever you see the Rotten Tomato score. Okay. But instead of it being the Rotten Tomato score, it's going to be average viewers reviewing mm. movies on Movie Pass. So you'll get like, Unsane has like a that. 60 or something. And it's not based on critics. It'll be based on the average people. So what do y'all think of that? That's a good idea because it's not necessarily average people like you would see on Flickster. Who the hell is rating things on Flickster, you know? 
Yeah, but but movie who gets pass a people are at least people that are dedicated enough to the movies to pay for movie go on a pass regular basis and use it. Yeah, okay, so it would be a nice in between the critics and the real people because I think there's going to be a lot of people like um, our friend Brian, who <laughs> goes and like Brian. <laughs> I don't. Okay, yeah. Like our friend Brian, who likes. You know, he's a pretty big movie buff, I guess, but he also likes a real specific type of movie that the critics might overlook, things like Game Night. Yeah. You know, because oh, I, I was kind of scoffing at Game Night until he said something, and I thought, oh, someone's actually following this. There's a reason. There must be a reason that someone's following this, and that's when I watched it. And it was, was good. It was, it was really very good. funny. It was way funnier than Blockers. I kind of thought Blockers was going to make it as like a comparable movie to Game Night, and that's why I went to see it. Well, okay. Because I went on a limb on Game Night, One and thing I was that... rewarded, but not... One thing I was wondering, I was thinking about with Blockers, is like we saw the trailer to Blockers. John Cena does a beer butt chug. Um, it they, looks like a stupid movie. It looked like a very stupid movie. It looked like it was going to be quote, bad. We have been using the quote quite often. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I thought Yas about, Queen. I yes, thought about that doing scene it. Is pretty funny, at, at least in the trailer. In the yeah. Keep well, anyway. And then whenever it came out, that Rotten Tomatoes gave it like an eighty-five. When I first saw it, it was an eighty-five. Uh, I saw it at eighty-three. Okay, and it's an eighty-three. And anyway, the critics. Really, really enjoyed it. Um, when it comes to Rotten Tomatoes, what do y'all think of Rotten Tomatoes? Because I feel like there are sides where it you know you should really listen nice... to it all the time because you should make your own decisions on what it is that you're watching. But okay, what do y'all think of Rotten Tomatoes? How do y'all use it, and how do you think? I don't use it as often as I use IMDb. The IMDb ratings, ratings on IMDb. Yeah, I use because IMDb ratings, like the critic score, the critic score, okay. and the uh, the people who actually make an account for it. It okay, but, IMDb so yeah, you're saying you use Rotten IMDb, Tomatoes. but what do you think of Rotten Tomatoes? And what do you think of how most people will decide if they're going to go see a movie? Like a lot of times I I'll hear people it. say that they didn't like a movie, but it's got a Rotten Tomatoes score, a high Rotten Tomatoes score. So like, should, been, isn't that a little bit weird that people will take the Rotten Tomatoes score as gospel? Well, almost? it's the closest. It is close. Like I, I but, would give Rotten does, Tomatoes. It does, have, it does have, you know, um, goofs. Like I, I think. I would give Rotten Tomatoes an eighty. Like you would give it an eighty. An eighty. Well, because it's it's made up of it's made up of professional critics, but like it's also made uh, up of fresh and rotten. Because all the reviews, yeah, it's not like a five star rating that the critics give it. Either critics like it or they don't like it, and the percentage comes from how many critics like it. Do you? I feel like it's a problem when it comes to a movie like. like Mother, which like no one is going to be in the middle on a movie like Mother. They're going to be for it it or they're going to be against it. And the critics were exactly the same way, meaning that you've got half of the critics saying bad, half of the critics saying good, and then you get Mother that has a score of like 65 or 70, Mm -hmm. which is not very... I feel like that's kind of the problem when you get a movie like that where you're either one way or the other, but because it's that way... On a rating scale, you get it in the middle. See, the way is... that I think about movies like Mother is only a certain type of people will go see that movie. Like us. But other I people who... <laughs> we, you did. I, but you guys were. No, I would see it. Darren Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky. Like a nice Darren Aronofsky. I mean, movies like Mother, we would go see or people who are going to critique it. But... Just like um, a moviegoer who's like, let's go out on a date night. They would not go see Mother. And but so why that's not? why I think that's, it's... That's kind of a shame because, because I think looks, a lot of the movies... It's like, too heavy. Well, that, Honestly, not I would heavy. not... It is heavy. Mother it's, is heavy. Well, it's no heavier than a horror movie. No, that's heavy. This is a heavy well, movie. Well, yeah, if you're like... If you went into it like you. But I... Okay, I went into it thinking it was Rosemary's Baby. 
So I thought it was just going to be kind of like a scary horror movie. Darren Aronofsky didn't really do anything that was philosophically significant, I had thought, up to that point, except maybe for Black Swan. And that was just a good script, I had thought. So, you know, from what I heard of it, it just sounded like a basic horror movie, and it wasn't. It was, you know. A weird ride. Very odd. But I didn't feel like it was overly heavy after preparing myself to go see a horror movie. Like, I was going to go see that. And I think a lot of people could have gone into that, and if they just were going right up for the ride, then they would they would have liked it a lot more. I think too many people, you know, because that was, if anything, it was a cool movie, you know. Okay, well, in anyway, general, we've in already res- reviewed this movie. With Rotten Tomatoes, do y'all think it's generally a good thing or a bad thing? Generally good. Generally yeah, good. How do we start talking about? Because we were talking about how MoviePass just is going to get their own rating system coming right, up. I know. Mother, though. That was funny. That was weird that we um, went off from that. Today we're going to be covering things like Ready Player One, Red Sparrow. Oh, wow. Okay. We do have a lot. So we're going to just knock these out. Blockers, Ready Player One, Red Sparrow, Death of Stalin, Tomb Raider, Nile of Dogs, Unsane, and A Quiet Place. Mm, all right. I say we start with the ones that y'all have seen. Like We're going to start with Blockers. Yeah. Palmer's the only one of us that saw this. Yeah. So, okay. I'm going to... When I do this... If you're listening on the podcast, I'm pointing at my computer. <laughs> that means we have to be quiet for the clip. So okay. just if you wonder why I do that. And now, standing at five foot seven inches, five nine if you count the heels, straight out of Great Lakes High School, the prettiest girl in all of prom, Kayla Mann. <laughs> 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 high fives from now on. Okay. Oh, honey, I never thought I'd see you in a dress. Technically, it's not a full dress. Some material is missing from the middle there okay you look great all right yeah i think it's time to go yes yeah honey we gotta go honey daddy it's like when he watched frozen uh it's like when he watched frozen yeah yeah apparently okay all right this movie i thought this movie looked like shit from the trailers uh apparently well you went palmer you went to go see this what is this movie about what did you think it's about teenage girls having sex that's the story? Yeah, on pretty prom much. night. What is the story? No, really. That's that's what it ends up being. And, uh, the, and the parents trying to stop them. There's Sex Packs 2018. They're going to prom night and they're going to have sex. Does it follow mainly the girls or the parents? I thought it was going to follow mainly the parents, which would have been a lot funnier if they kind of just made like the kids going do 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 You're like, going to need to put really your headphones knowing. on. We're getting feedback. Sleep I'm with sorry. each other? I, I, yes. I'm, getting a, I'm getting a bet. I guess I'm not really getting what to... What is it about? What is this movie about? It's about the, the kids are trying it's to have sex with one another and they make a pact, right? Not that with the, one another. It sounds like the no. teenagers. Uh, not like an orgy, but the like they're pairing having, off and they're, yeah. they want to sleep with some of the boys. They're trying to lose their virginity. Yes. And so the parents are trying to stop them, right? Right. And you're saying that it follows the kids more than it follows the parents. Or it follows them equal, about equally. And okay. it seems like there's more story development with the kids. Okay. So was it enjoyable? Did yeah, you? Did you like it? Did you not? Not really. Like it? it was more Funny. of a kids' movie in adult form. Okay. You know, I th- I'm pretty sure it had to be R-rated because there was some pretty explicit um, dick pics in there. Not dick, but like you know, you saw stuff. And it, it's one thing when you're watching Bronson and Tom Hardy sitting there, and it's mm. like, ah, this is art. Ouch. But when blockers you're watching it, art. no, when you're watching it for your block, you're like, why am I? Why am I watching this guy get his ball squeezed? So it this did go gross out. Okay. It went gross out. Oh, yeah. Like full. Uh, oh, really? Like Fight Club in the middle of the. Oh, know. seriously? Yes. I was not expecting that at all. Ew. And it full. didn't pay off. Oh, God, no. It was it was gross. It was gross. And that was like, it wasn't a very funny scene either. It was right I hate after it the when movies chugging. do that, that they just. Well, yeah. This and that will was, get a certain type of people who are was, high, and that's it. 
Well, well and that's how I kind of made it through the movie. Yeah, like, there you go. That you know, it was it was a very the story was very um, oriented towards teenagers. Yeah, it very you know it got the whole prom vibe, in which I you know I, it was a lot of millennial music. I missed a lot of that, like the vibe, but I could tell like this was Grandpa. a movie. Like teenagers are going to see this, and in the theater there were a lot of teenagers. And instead of being an adult comedy, it was a kids comedy with adult themes. Oh, okay. Which is it's a little bit weird because it was rated gross. R, so like a, someone under it the age of seventeen been. would have to go with a parent to see it. I guess so. But yeah. So that's a shame. I don't. It had to be rated R with what I saw in there. All right, I'm looking it up. I have IMDb open. Okay, right all right. Oh. You go ahead and you go ahead and do that. Would you recommend it? Would you recommend it to a teenage audience? Do you think they would enjoy it? I think if you, you like they Family Guy it? still, you <laughs> should go still, watch it. If you're still liking that show, if yeah. you're still no, following it's, it. It's rated R. But it was also like... It got was, a 6.5 you know, on IMDb. You saw a lot of kids in there, and it was kind of like, you know... Was there a lot of laughing going on in the screening you were in? Yeah. Okay, but you can't rely on the funny. laughing from the... It was pretty the... funny. I was laughing. Oh, no, it no, no. It me laughing a good couple times. Okay. Like, I wasn't bored. I stayed through the whole thing, you know, except for like the very, very end. Have y'all ever left during a movie? Yes, I left during American Hustle. Yeah, I left during Hustle. Proud Mary. Oh, that's right. No, I've never left here. Okay, I did leave during Okay, American during Hustle. Anaconda, like the blood orchid, but you were a child. I, did, I wasn't going to bring that up. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought you were. That's embarrassing. Okay, let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's move on now to Ready Sorry. Player One. My name's Wade Watts. My dad picked that name because it sounded like a superhero's alter ego, like Peter Parker or Bruce Banner. But he died when I was a kid. My mom, too. And I ended up here. Sitting here in my tiny corner of nowhere. There's nowhere left to go. Nowhere. But the Oasis. Except the Oasis. Except the Oasis. Okay, so this is the new Steven Spielberg movie. It's You've like, all seen the trailer a hundred times. Yeah, that trailer went on for a long time. It was good, though. I loved it was a the good trailer. trailer. They didn't it made take, me they so didn't happy. Too much away. No, they didn't. They, I, it, it wasn't until the last trailer that I really knew exactly what was going to be happening in this movie. Anyway, what is happening? It's the new Steven Spielberg movie. <laughs> compliment? The trailers? Well, no, yeah, no, they didn't ahead. give that much away. No, I'm glad that they didn't. They kind of just gave you a little bit of nostalgia for... Like, you know, it showed the Iron Giant. And you're like, I'm going to go see that. Yes, yes. But anyway, if you were at all confused, if you don't know what this is about, it's about in a few years in the future where overpopulation has gotten to a point where no one can really enjoy life very much. In order for people to enjoy life, they have to go into the oasis where you can have your own avatar. You can go through whatever type of pop culture you want to go through, mainly the 80s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. And the person who created it when he died... Uh, made this race to get these three keys. If you get all the keys, you get everything in the Oasis. You own the Oasis, you get all of the money, and this boy, Wade, kind of starts the ball rolling on the competition, and it's called IOI, right? No, that's the company that they're fighting. Yes, okay, the company that they're fighting is IOI, and they have like an entire group of people that are... um, Well, the Easter Easter eggs that the creator made... Yeah, yeah hid the three keys within certain parts of his life. Mm-hmm. And so they have a whole division of people who go through each little aspect of his life to find where the Easter eggs are. And Wade kind of knows the it's an Easter creator egg more. Exactly. And it came out around Easter. Um, Is there, are they really Easter eggs if that's the full objective of the Well, he does. Like, you find the egg. And then, right? Yeah, they're eggs. 
Well, the game itself, I guess it does. It's not a conventional game. It's like Skyrim. So, yeah, it is kind of like Skyrim. I think that's old, though. I think people are laughing at us. Like, (laughs) okay, but are you talking about Fortnite? I kind of thought that this movie, even Eve, Eve. All right. Did, I mean, what did y'all going into this movie? What did y'all think? I mean, it's Steven Spielberg, so there's going to be a certain level of quality that it should meet. But I'm, what were y'all before you saw it? What, what were you I thinking? I was very excited. I Me too. It was good. I I mean, Steven Spielberg. I loved. You had seen it first, and so Hard you to told run. me about it, and so I was excited about everything that I was going to see in the past. I cannot remember what this uh, the poster of the movie. I mean, who wasn't excited me of? about this movie? Who wasn't? Yeah, I mean, this was. I, it seems like old farts, I and mean, a lot of old oh. fart critics seem okay. to not like it. Like the old. I think ones. a lot of old fart critics were expecting a little too much of it. Well, also, the, if the biggest appeal, I will say, I was a little bit worried that it was since it's a bunch of Easter eggs that it would be just a whole bunch of oh look, there's Freddy Krueger. Oh look at that, it's the Iron Giant. Or look, that's the DeLorean from Back to the but Future. They did. They but did do that, and they, they did, did. It well. No, they didn't. But that. It wasn't uh, like the, but it wasn't the central point of it. So you were able to enjoy that, but that wasn't uh, the main thing. But it was fun. Yeah. The Shining for me, that was the coolest part of the whole movie. I freaked yeah. out. I almost like my heart. Oh, I freaked out a lot when you realized how much they were actually going to commit to that. Yeah, I, they were into it, and I yeah. loved it. And um, <laughs> he's trying to get up the elevator. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I've never girls. seen The Shining. Is it? Is it scary? I was watching it through my fingers. <laughs> All right, you know what? I'm just going to go with it. Oh, it was really fun. Um, but the one thing that I would say about it... Um, and I don't play video it games. It could have been so longer. As no, far as... No, it could, it could not. No. I would have been fine if you had brought up that you thought that they could do like a two movie, like a two volume It wasn't enough story thing. development, really. I think Are if there's you, one oh, thing to say bad about it, it was too short. That's weird because what I was going to say, there was way too much character development and it was too long. Really? I, I don't know. I think that I movie... Think when it, did you start feeling like it was getting too long? Whenever it, it's weird because whenever it ended, I felt like I had yeah. seen two movies because like it had the whole development. That's my of whole the, point. So he's saying it should have been longer well, in two movies. It, it should have been. Are you saying that this movie should have been separated into two? Well, there needs to be Ready Player Two. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, yeah. Basically, I think that I think there was so much packed into that. It was so it was too. It was long. really fast, and there was a lot of like, and a lot of stuff happened in a short amount of time, and they did it well, but. It wouldn't be bad if they had extended this into a series because it has a lot of going on meat. It's got know, yeah. three Easter, Easter eggs, eggs, so you could do one. We said it at the same time. Okay, okay, you very well could have done. You very well could have done leading up. Uh, like you could have probably done one movie leading up to the completion of the first race. Yeah, because they do skip over a long section of time where like it's been five years. People have been looking for these keys. And someone found a key, and then the race starts. And then that could it, have been, and it's a book, so I don't know how much time they spent and on when they're doing the race, building up to that. Then it becomes the, I mean, he's explaining his friends and all of that. But the thing is, I didn't really get to fall in love with the rest of his friends. I mean, I did with, uh, what's his name? With Parzival, the main character, and then with, what is the his Z, right? H. H. Who ends up being a girl. Right. And, um... For all of you that were hoping differently. Yeah. If y'all were confused, she was a girl in the end. Okay. Um, but all the other ones that were She didn't like, like it, though. Being a girl. No, she wanted to be a man. Okay. She's just a lesbian. Dear Kind of butch. And then I didn't get to feel like the affection or the likeness for all the other ones of his friends until the end. 
And then you had the whole him and Artemis thing. That happened really fast, but still it kind of lagged on for a bit. Even still with... I think you're just conflicted here. No, no, I mean... <laughs> what are you saying? I... No. That I didn't feel connected with some of the characters. Because it was moving However, too fast. However, it was too long at the same time. Like, they were trying to do... Like, maybe there were just some scenes that should have been a lot shorter. They blew their wad. Yeah, okay. Or maybe they waited too long yeah, to I do so. I thought it was funny whenever the guy gets kicked in the... And then yeah. it goes... And then Sue goes, oh! Yeah. Like, why did you put that piece on? <laughs> You said penis in the last review. You can't say it. Well, they put this. they put the uh, really they put they put uh, <laughs> they put it there. Remember in the the club scene whenever she like goes under his well, legs. Yeah, I thought about that pants. too. But so yeah. he was there in was battle. He wasn't need. like trying to you know get any. He no. was in battle, and then he gets kicked in the. It's like you you suited up for battle. You're like, <laughs> he left that put part my on. battle suit on. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! That is dumb. Yeah, well, that guy was dumb. That was a pretty. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, I saw it guy. twice. I and I, ben Mendelsson, he's awesome. He's well, so he, cool. Yeah. He was just in Darkest Hour. He was the yeah. king in the King's Speech. Uh, no, no, well, he wasn't. He was in Rogue One, the latest Star Wars movie. Right. Okay, so yeah. we all liked it. Like, obviously, there were some problems with it, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And I saw it twice, movie. and I thought it was even funner the second time around. I don't even think there were problems with it. I just thought it could be three movies. You would go for three movies. Almost. I feel like there are a lot of people that would. One for each egg. Like, I might be like, the Ready Player One series is over already. But they would make a lot of money from it. They probably would. It could be like the new Star Wars. You could have told them that. Spielberg Star Wars, bro. <laughs> okay. With that, let's move on to Red Sparrow. Y'all didn't see this, right? No, no when did you see it? Uh, I saw this like maybe about... Two weeks about, ago. Yeah, two and a half weeks ago. Okay. I, what I, what I want you to listen to here in this clip is the terrible Russian accent that Jennifer Lawrence has on display. Here I'll we go. Always, okay. Morning, Mama. What is it? I have to go away for a while. It's something your uncle has arranged. I'll be able to take care of us now. You don't have to do this. It's too late for that now. Oh, no. What have you done? I'm sorry. I warned you about him. You hold something back. Don't give him all of you. Don't give him all of you. The one that sounds like Jennifer Lawrence. That is how you survive. Yes, Mama. Okay, so there's a there's a part of the okay the story here is Jennifer Lawrence is a very famous. She's a very famous and very prestigious ballet dancer. She's in very big shows. The part where they show her doing ballet dancing, it doesn't look like she's all that good. But, you know, you kind of just go with that they part. They should have done what I, Tanya did, just CGI a face CGI'd on her there. face on it. Um, but in, she breaks her leg, and she's not able to, to dance anymore. So her uncle comes up to her and says, he is, he's a KGB-type person, and says, listen, Jennifer Lawrence, what we need you to do. I, that went all over the place. Forget Dad. it. Don't be making fun of Jennifer Lawrence. Well, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Fair enough. Anyway, he goes up to her and says that if I need someone to do a job, um, you can't do ballet anymore, which means that the state is not going to pay for your mom's medical bills. They're not going to pay for your apartment. So you have no way of making money. You must sleep with men and then kill them. Okay. So he starts by saying, all we need you to do is seduce this one man and get him to confess to something. So she goes to seduce. Things go wrong. He starts 
raping her as it goes. And, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, then someone comes in. Anyway, she sees someone killed that she should not have seen get killed. So they then say, we're going to have to kill you, Jennifer. But her uncle's like, what if we make her a red sparrow? This is my niece. So they send her off to Charlotte Rampling School, where Charlotte Rampling, which is, is it probably the best Charlotte part. Charlotte Rampling of, School. No, uh, it's probably the best part of the movie where Charlotte Rampling is training them how to be Red Sparrows. And there's a certain part of this movie that is when they go full spy, mm. which works very well. Um, there's another side of it with her, with her mom, with her relationship with the Joel Edgerton character, which does not work all that well. Whenever it's Jennifer Lawrence being a spy, it's pretty good, and it gets really nasty. So it's very, it's very gruesome, and it's very fun in the way that it, uh, that it becomes gory. But there's a lot of double-crossing that goes on, which some of it feels kind of silly. Mm-hmm. But uh, overall, it, it was way too long, but it was kind of a fun watch. The biggest problem, though, is Jennifer Lawrence's accent. You can't hear it there, but there are a lot of times where she just... Her American slips in there, and... It's, it's kind over. of weird. It takes you out of it. So we're gonna we'll talk about this when we come to uh, Death of Stalin. But what do y'all think would be? I think since Inglorious Bastards, which is almost full on like a German and French, and that movie did very well. Yeah. I think American the American market can take foreign language movies, like famous actors doing a foreign language. Um, or Just and don't that choose Harrison Ford or Jennifer Lawrence. That's the thing. Like, everyone in this movie is speaking English with a Russian accent. What do y'all think? In Death of Stalin, they go, everyone using their regular accents. Because they just didn't have the budget. And they didn't have the actors. Like, all those actors that they wanted to use, no way they were going to pull off Russian accents. It would have looked silly. So they just said, we're not going to do that. I I just don't know what they should have done here, but the Russian accent thing didn't work. It was very distracting. It felt like it was... The movie that was too long and half the elements going on worked really well. The other half were pretty silly. Did y'all did y'all have any interest in seeing nope. this? No, can we can we agree that Jennifer Lawrence is terrible? Yes. What did you think of her in Mother? Thank you. Well, I she think was great. She, I think that. What did you think Aronofsky, of her in Winter's Bone? No, I didn't see Winter's Bone. What the, what is your least favorite performance of Jennifer Lawrence? American Hustle. But you hated everyone in American Hustle. That was a terrible movie. Wait, did you finish the movie? No. It was oh, terrible. See, it was so bad. Really? I wanted to. Like I wanted to shoot Jeremy Renner. I mean, I do really like Jeremy Renner now, especially after Wind River. But I was like, "You arrogant fuck! Like you really, you had a fucking toupee on. Like you could so see his head. Like the costumes were terrible. <laughs> the accents were terrible. The story was terrible, and the actors were terrible. I think you it might have terrible. just not liked American Hustle, and you've now put this on everyone. Yeah. You've put this on everyone involved. It was terrible. I'm not a fan of Jennifer Lawrence. I just haven't been. I hate her personality. Yes, I hate her personality. She is a good actress. She is. I think she did not get the. I think she is a good actress. I don't think that she should have gotten the award whenever she did. What she got it for American Hustle? No, no, no. She got it for. Wow. All right. I will look her up. Hey, wait. No. for some reason, I want to say Hustle Playbook now. What is it? Silver <laughs> oh, Linings no, Playbook. Dang That's it. it. That yeah. was a long time ago. That, that was good. Was, I liked that It was one. a good but that love was story. also because of... I also It was from the same people that made American Hustle. I don't... What, shit, what was his name? The guy that played it. Bradley Cooper. Okay. Bradley Cooper. He's also in American Hustle. Bradley Cooper's the best. Is um, he? He's really I good. I don't think don't that like she should have really won. Funny. He's all right. Very bad. She should have won for Mother. No, I've never seen White Hot American Summer. He held that show. The show was okay, but... Bradley Cooper, Wet Hot American Summer was. Did you see season two? I think yeah, I, saw the I started thing. the we're first probably, episode and I was like, we're this probably is not getting good. lost in the weeds here. All right, probably getting lost in the weeds. Let's go. 
Let's go on oh, to no. okay. Let's go on to Death of Stalin. All right, Death okay. of Stalin. Uh, to set up this clip, they are the uh, the council, not the council. The uh, the main committee is around the body of Stalin in this clip. They see the bishops come in. Obviously, in Soviet in the Soviet Union, religion was not a big thing. So the bishops are there, and they're fighting over who invited the bishops. Sneeze on the bastards as they go past. Did you invite them? No. Ask Beria if he invited the bishops. Don't give me orders. Ask Barrier if he invited the bishops. Did you invite the bishops? Yes. Yes. Well? He said yes. I'm going to give everyone in Red Square a voucher permitting one kick each to his stupid face. Is he asking for some delicious hay? No, he said something quite complicated about a voucher system. So Death of Stalin, this is from the person that made In the Loop and Veep. And they've taken that style of comedy and they've put it in uh, the last few days and the time immediately after Stalin died and the frenzy that was going on in the Soviet Union, the type of strange dedication that you had to hold to Stalin, but also the knowledge the, of, the, the, of the, him. The people trying to be like, I want to take control now. And I want to change everything, but I also have to show that I still respect the way Stalin did things, even though none of us did. But, you know, we can kill people. So it's a dark it's a dark time going on, but it's a very comedic tone going on. So it's a very dark comedy. It feels. What what were you going to say? Have you seen it? No, but I have seen In the Loop a couple of times. Yeah. And I'm I'm excited to see this because I feel like this is going to be In the Loop in Russia. And it's going to be more British politics than Russian politics. And I think they're going to admit that. Because does anyone know what it was like when Stalin died? Probably not. Well, we know it was not good. We know the Soviet Union was yeah. not very good. But it seems like under a palette Stalin. for political comedy that they have put. Uh, not, I guess I did not feel that. It feels I mean, very... it's mostly American actors in it. You've got like Jeffrey Tambor, Steve Buscemi. It was um, like. Well, I, don't, the, the... I don't think it's historically accurate is my point. Oh. Obviously not. Mm. I think uh, that to a, a certain it, degree it is. Like it's just the... a political comedy. I mean, well, and that's that's kind of the surprising thing. It is funny. It has jokes, but it is much more of uh, a historic tone. Yeah, it, the way that they portrayed the like how the feeling was did go off of the in the loop sense of having to be funny and weird and just idiots some of the times. Um, but you did feel that like. They were all terrified to say anything, and they all hated each other. I mean, they were all kind of betraying each other. Are you saying that other. you're a communist? Are you a communist sympathizer? He took too long. Oh, my gosh. He's a red. He's a ginger. <laughs> <laughs> he's not saying anything. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, Nathan, I, don't I can know talk what to about it. Uh, okay. No. I'm looking forward to seeing that. I, I did, however, I liked In the Loop better. I mean, In the Loop is hard to beat. Very dark. However, it it was it was fun. I enjoyed it actually, and I kind of learned a lot. I just think if people are going to see it and they go, especially based off Veep, which Veep is just kind of a straight out comedy, um, this movie is very dark, and uh, just something to keep in mind with that. Are you ready to do Tomb Raider? However, you, oh, yeah, I just ahead. wanted to say that the sucked the really. My favorite character was Jeffrey. Jeffrey Tambor. Jeffrey oh, that Tambor. was great. Whenever one of the like the main, I guess, uh, antagonizer in the group 
He says, like, you all, you all are trying to bring me down. I have dirt on all of you that I was able to protect all of you from this. You want to fight me? I'll fight all of you. And then Jeffrey Tambor says, like, you guys are in trouble. And he's like, what are you saying? He just said that we're all in trouble. No, 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 no. I was standing over there. He was pointing at you. You all are in trouble. I'm fine. a one and a half minute argument on that. They're <laughs> like, no, he funny. meant all of us. Like, no. And he's just kind of like shaking his lip. Okay, let's take this picture now. <laughs> anyway, yes. Okay, well, I'll play the clip, and then you can do Tomb Raider. Listen, it's very simple. If you don't sign the papers, then everything your father worked for will be sold off. Not just the company, but Croft Manor also. Can you imagine how you would feel if you lost the house? Laura, your father's gone. But you can pick up where he left off. It's in your blood. I'm just going to start by saying I never saw any of the Angelina Jolie uh, Tomb Raider movies. No, so Angelina Jolie is awful. In this series, I, I have no, I have no base to say anything. No. Um, so how was this? Well, what is this movie about? I guess I feel like that was I think a pretty the trailer, good. I mean... The yeah. clip set it up there? Well, the, the description, Laura Croft, the fiercely independent daughter of a missing adventurer, must push herself beyond her limits when she finds Don't herself like on that. the island where her father disappeared. Well, she's looking for her father. Yeah. Her father oh, okay, so he might not be dead. And she doesn't want to declare him dead. And it was really funny how the lawyer was like, oh, he wanted to give you this right before she signs it. She just takes it before she signs it. and She rips it up? No, she takes it. She looks at it. It's like, it's a clue. She finds the next clue and she's like, and it's like, Laura, you must declare your father's dead before you take that. She's like, ha, I got it, bitch. And you know, wait, this so is her just, mom. Like, wouldn't the mother declare him dead? Okay. I don't know. Her mom's probably. Is her mom in it? Her mom looks like she's kind she's of hooked on some type character. of fentanyl or something like that. Okay. She's a video game character. Okay. Yeah. That is, this is based on a video game. Uh. Right. I, I, you played adventure games. Like, we oh, yeah. played, um, what was that one we were playing? Fortnite. The uh, steampunk one. Oh, Bioshock. Bioshock, yeah. And I played Uncharted. Um, but anyway, yeah, so she finds a couple clues. She goes and finds the ship that her father apparently took. And the guy's not there, but the guy's son is. So it's like, oh, your dad, my dad. Oh, yeah. So let's go find our dads. And, you know, the guy's a drunk. He's like, I don't want to, but I will. And, it's a, you know, she gives him something. I don't know. There's a treasure they're looking for. And it's, um, so yeah, it's just like some great ancient temple. And it's it's really hard to remember now thinking about it. But it, it felt the story was no better than what you would see in, a video in Bioshock like, or Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Or Is it worth it? Like, was it worth seeing? Not really, unless you really like who, Alicia Vikander. The people Which who do. don't I have do. movie That's kind of why I went to see it. Pay for it. Yeah, and it was in premium large format, but, you know, the CGI was so overdone. There was a lot of CGI. You know, it was a cheap movie, so I guess so. And it was just, you, when you saw how much CGI there was and you realized that Alicia Vikander was really just rolling around on a green screen, you kind of... The behind-the-scenes videos of this must be pretty funny to watch. Well, yeah, and you kind of think... Once you imagine her rolling around on the green screen, you realize she's not doing a great job acting. Like, how could she? You, you know, she's precipitating over a waterfall 
in a rusted out plane that's going and falling apart and she's you know she's got to do what you do in a video game oh no jump to here oh no that's fall it too climb 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 and you see her just going you know she's doing all this you're like yeah you're just you're like you're coming on a green screen that's what it looks like you know and uh but, you know, it wasn't only like a video game in the story. It's just every little bit. You know, she was escaping through a tunnel one time. And things were falling like in that little, what's the runner, stone wall runner? Oh, yeah, uh, temple runner. That, temple oh. runner. Like it looked just like that. She was going, temple jump, run, slide, go to the left, go to the <laughs> right, jump, 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 dive, dive. And it was, you know, and every little part. Okay, can you look a, up real quick if they're about to come out with a new game for Tomb Raider? I just want to see if they're like trying to capitalize on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be so boring because you've already played the game. But does it look kind of like you are watching someone play a game? Absolutely. Okay. There's a point where she unlocks a puzzle in a room, and rather than just her like a montage of her figuring it out or like her saying it's this, this, and this, and then five guys doing it all at once. She herself is moving a ladder and crawling up the ladder. Oh, she really? And then she climbs down the ladder and moves it, goes to another one. Just like you would do if you were Laura Croft playing her in the video game. And you're just thinking like, oh, man, do we really have to see her moving rocks? Yeah. So, um... I'm sorry. Make sure this is pointing directly at your teeth. Sorry. Mm -hmm. All right, Shadow of the Tomb Raider is indeed the name of the next Tomb Raider. Okay, And good. it will be released September 14th, 2018. Yeah. That seems... I feel like they should have planned that out a little bit better that the game comes out when the movie's in theater. Like, who's going to remember the movie in September? I don't know, but it's, it was really... Um, no one, because it was so unmemorable. It was just... You know, when you play a video game, it's fun because you're playing it and you yeah. unlock the story and it's a challenge to unlock the story, so... It's not so bad when the story is lacking. You're not looking for, it's you know, a, a cinematic a, script. Well, who's really going to be? You're playing a game before. Play anything. the video game for the story bits. Like, that's well, you not are be because the... you're unlocking them. I mean, and that's it's good, and it's a challenge to get to them. But you really have a lot of concessions when it comes to how good. So I usually your just skip the story. Would you be more interested going to see Laura Croft in premium large format, or being able to play this new game on on PS4 that's connected to a premium large format that screen? One. That would be incredible, and I don't even that play would be games. A lot of fun, and especially if they like make her look like Alicia Vikander, which I'm sure they will. They probably will. I don't know. That'd be you awesome. now, Alicia Palmer Vikander. Can be Alicia she Vikander. is Alicia Vikander is a good actress, and you know she wasn't terrible. It was weird. Does that look like her? No. Okay, let's go on to Isle of Dogs now. I love dogs too. I didn't realize the other day. Wait a second. Before we attack each other and tear ourselves to shreds like a pack of maniacs, let's just open the sack first and see what's actually in it. It might not even be worth the trouble. I don't know. What do you see? Sure. Maybe. Hi. A rancid apple core, two worm-eaten banana peels, a moldy rice cake, a dried-up pickle, tin of sardine, bones, a pile of broken eggshells, an old smushed-up rotten gizzard with maggots all over it. Okay, it's worth it. Get out of here and don't come back. Sheesh, Igor, I I think he chewed your ear off. Hmm, hmm. It, it's great. I thought it was. I thought it was it's really so good. Fun. 
I, I've been looking forward to this movie for close to a year, I think, because that's whenever the teaser trailer came out. I love Wes Anderson, and I really do enjoy the how he. What is? What? <laughs> nothing, nothing. Palmer's is making fun of you. Oh. All girls love Wes Anderson so much. Really? Oh yeah. How many girls have you come across that really like Wes Anderson? Oh, a lot. Like anyone that like thinks they're a little bit in the movies, Wes Anderson. Okay, you are much. You're way into movies, legitimately. But I know. I'm just letting you is, know. Like I'm just making fun of you. Like have I, you seen, I like Wes Anderson just as much as you. Great. Maybe more. So I've you're seen all of his movies except Dar- 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 Darjeeling. Darjeeling Limited. Limited. Anyway, I was going to say before. But I would say a movie buff starter pack is filled with Wes Anderson. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. So was mine. And that's fine. And we're it's off topic. Fine. I was just making fun of you. You don't have to make a big thing of it. Okay, well, Isle of Dogs, it takes place 20 years in the future in Japan. Um, the mayor has announced that Trash Island is going to now be a colony for dogs because in Japan, they don't like dogs in this and story. And they have a dog flu. Which dog. There's be... also a dog flu, which the, gets into maybe there's a conspiracy going on with this. And whenever the ward, the mayor's nephew's dog, is the first one to be sent. He then goes to Trash Island to try and find his dog where he is met up with a small pack of, what do they call themselves? It is um, scary alpha dogs, something like that. They, I forget what well, they call Well, they just themselves. call themselves a wild pack. Yeah, like a wild pack of scary alpha dogs. And a few of them were trained. One of them, Chief, played by Brian Cranston, was not trained. Great voice cast. They've mm-hmm. got F. Murray Abraham, Tilda Swinton, Jeff Goldblum, Bob Balaban, Bill Murray. You know, it's the regular... Yeah, it's the Francis regular. McDormand. Yeah, Francis McDormand is in it. Um, Greta Gerwig. Jeff Goldblum. Yes, Jeff Goldblum. I think that, yeah, Bill Murray, you said that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that he does a really good job in not going to the mushy, like, the it's a dog and a man's best friend, like that movie with... Uh, Marley and me. Well, like Marley and uh, me, and the one goodness, where he kept Marley and me. transforming into a different dog each time. But this one really just showed, like, it, it's a man's best friend, and man will should do anything to protect their friend. Was it anything like Benji? No, 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 no. no. That was a weird <laughs> movie. Well, it. Uh, I don't actually. I don't think I saw Benji. He was just rocking around in Greece. That was it. Anyway, well, uh, Wes Anderson has a cool, matter-of-fact way of like the mushy stuff that would normally go on between a boy and his dog. Instead of like playing it up as this big emotional thing, just a very matter-of-fact way of just looking at. You know, a boy and a dog hanging out. And the way, also the way that uh, the animation uh, is very, it's almost like you would be watching footage of a dog, like the little well, ticks that motion, a dog right? would have. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the genuine uh, way, like the fur moves and the way that all of the characters interact with one another, like the strange little um, mannerisms. Like if I were to make a mistake in the way that I talked to you and I would do a little double take. Like it's got all of those little details in it. Yeah. And it's just incredibly charming. And I love the stop motion format. Like the way that you'll see the rivers going and it looks like they probably use like silophane. And they've got like these cotton clouds every time there are a bunch of explosions. Or if you open up like a little science kit, it'll be like little cotton comes out of the sides. It's great to look at. It's really beautiful. But it's not. details are great. It's not cute either. It's not like a, uh, it's pretty dirty. Like it's a rated PG-13 here. Yeah, it hurt. Like it hurts sometimes. A few times I was very scared and really sad so not for kids no it is for kids i would say it would be good for a kid but if you go as i feel like if you watch this as an if you watch it as a kid and then 
a decade later, you go back to it, you're like, wow, I forgot how violent that movie is. Nicholas is yeah. going to see it. So. Well, Nicholas, Nicholas sees everything. So. I think he'll be fine. He will be fine, yeah. It's interesting because I feel like it would be tough for me to dislike a Wes Anderson movie just because so much of what's cool about his movies is the style that's going on, and he'll always have that style going on. Yeah. Um, but as far as the star story goes, I don't think it's my favorite, but it's interesting. Was it better than Fantastic Mr. Fox? I thought it was better than Fantastic Mr. Fox. I liked it more. I don't know. I'll have to. I mean, we're going to go see it again, and I'll have to judge it then. But right now, I still like Fantastic Mr. Fox much more. When are you going to go see it again? We're going with our family today. Right now. New Orleans? Yeah. Do It'll probably hear, come here. Do you all hear that ticking? There is a little bit of a ticking. Okay. Okay. Next is Unsane. Is it going to... Uh, excuse me. That's my stuff. Good afternoon. I'm Nurse Bowles. Can you strip down to your underwear for me? Please, take off your clothes down to your underwear and remove all your jewelry. Do you understand? If you need help removing your clothes... What? To check for identifying marks. Scars, birthmarks, moles. It's to protect you, the other patients, and the hospital. But I'm not sure what's happening here. I, uh... The nursing assessment includes a head-to-toe skin examination... It's a hospital-wide policy. There's nothing invasive about it. Look, I have to go. I'm going to be late for work, so. The door's locked. For your privacy, I need you to take off your clothes down to your underwear and remove all your jewelry. There's nothing wrong with me. I just needed to talk to someone, and the counselor said that I... Did she tell you to do this? Miss Valentini, are you refusing to cooperate? What happens if I do? It would be better for everyone, but especially yourself, if you just do as I ask. That movie's incredibly frustrating. Whenever the Queen of England goes crazy. <laughs> what? <laughs> She's the she queen, in the queen. queen in the crown. How? What do you, okay, frustrating. How is it frustrating? Like in a good way, like it's just like, get me out of here. Like, just listening to that clip, I mean, I'm a little antsy right now because we've been doing this for an hour and I've had a lot of coffee, but I was gosh. <laughs> like, it was, she's, the nurse was really pissing me off. Like, I mean, all of them could be because they were why keeping I them all for the wrong reason. 500 feet away from any place like that. <laughs> for, I don't think I've ever gone into a psychiatric hospital. Are, they are do you, so scared. Have you been in one? How many times have you been into a psychiatric hospital? Three times. Okay. What are you doing in there? Well, I knew people that were in there. Like, oh. My parents used to oh, do wow, all that really? stuff. Oh, wow, really? Oh, I had no idea. Did you stay a little so, bit longer? Uh, okay, than you okay. So you've been in these. Usually, like insane asylums, you know, we don't really have oh, insane yeah, it looks asylums. Oh, like in the movies. Really? Oh, my oh wait, God. no, I did go once. I did go like, to visit, like during Christmas they and have give rooms. cookies. So have this, rooms, so yeah. you thought this was a pretty accurate depiction of the type of strange? I mean, not really, but it was not, an, not accurate an accurate depiction of how the setting, the setting off you would be in one of those things. Like it was really agitating. The I way think, that you had no privacy. The way that you couldn't move the way that you know you had to take pills and this and that and especially having someone in there that was hostile to you and yeah. who's an authority like i think really what scary. was the most the the funnest part of it is you don't really know until maybe halfway through if he is actually there or not okay okay so yeah the story is that she has a stalker she's starting to see her stalker because she's cha- changed cities uh, she knows that she's not really there, but she keeps seeing him. So she goes, gets counseling, has an a- offhand remark that she is sometimes suicidal, and then she is committed. 
while she is committed, she starts to see her stalker there and is not sure if she's seeing him in the hospital or not. So, yeah, go on with. Yeah, no, I think. Like, is she insane or insane? Oh, is that why the movie is? Okay. Um, no, I think that that's, that was some of my favorite part. But then it kind of, you know, told you what was going Thinking on. Thinking about it, it goes weird at the end like it, the it's it the first it's kind of like right. how can this happen how can like, a place Soderberg do this taking a lot of adderall in the end he's like okay then this happens the uh like the uh the overimposed like two images where she's like going like let me out of here i bet Soderbergh is directing a straight jacket ah, ah, you know i was really impressed with jay farrow though <laughs> jay farrow was very good because this hilarious. is like the first thing that i've seen him in since snl thank and god he needs to pick up with Soderbergh more often because he really Soderbergh. Soderbergh. Soderbergh, because um he's a great actor he is he was phenomenal All right, so we should also say yeah steven Soderbergh directed this on oh, an iphone iPhones? yeah so oh, many many iphones yeah which and what's hundreds. his name the, the guy that we steven Soderbergh. To. no the guy the reviews that we listened to Mark Kermode. Yeah, all I remember the iPhones. he said that he didn't like it because it felt like it was cheaper, and that it. They read review. They read emails. Oh, that were okay. Sent well, yeah. They I had hear. to use green iPhones because there were so many that they had to bleep them out. What did they? Like the set you'd be walking through was just littered with iPhones everywhere. <laughs> like, whoa! And then Soderbergh was just going click 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 click. So, what did y'all think? Did that take y'all out? Did y'all think it helped? No, I think it did help. I think. It, it would be exactly what I was doing. I, it, what I would be doing. I'd be so close to things. Yeah. It added to the suspense of like. And how it was really. She it felt grungy felt, too. Yeah. And uh, yeah. The, yeah. Like when it showed in the sink. She yeah. She was looking over. And then it showed over her head. The blue, like it starts with like a blue screen. Yeah, in the this, woods. like the very starch blues and yellows. Beautiful, or, and and it just it does add a creepy factor. Like afterwards, I thought I probably should carry devices around to help myself because stalkers are creepy and yeah, that it, guy would go to and it get, it's the pretty serious degree. for a while yeah. at the beginning it's pretty serious it goes weird he would it go is to really weird at the end whatever yeah, it's scary could. and it, it's awesome it but has it was, so much it was, you know it built up to that it wasn't yeah. out of the it wasn't crazy it was and actually what i really appreciated was near towards it whenever she was talking with her uh, stalker and like trying to get under his skin and trying to because yeah. of the stalker is infatuated with a certain type of char- uh, characteristic of a woman that he's stalking. And so I thought it was really clever the way that she kind of like was trying to get him out of that. And I thought it was a really good lesson. Like that's what someone Don't should that, actually Becca. do if they have a, huh? Don't do that with men, Becca. Well, if they're stalking me. Oh, and yeah, that. Then yeah. I was saying do do that. Learn that lesson. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think it's a good lesson for women to learn and how to do that if they it do have a stalker. It would have been great if at the end, just Soderbergh and the whole crew of the movie is like, we had a lot of fun here today, but we'd like to remind all women out there, this men are dangerous. Well, they, <laughs> some are. My favorite part was the end of the movie when she runs out. Goes, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm a little bit upset I didn't go see this again. I need to try and see this again. And uh, I think it might be out of theaters. Yeah, it is. I'll try and catch it. Was it. Scary. it was scary. It was creepy. Um, Something scary. All right, we're going to finish off. I don't have a clip for this because oh, the whole movie is... Yeah, this is... Okay, there, feedback loop. there is a sign. We can just stay here's, quiet. Here's the soundtrack. Shh, it's great. This, you're getting a lot of soundtrack in this movie. Okay, so pretty much... A Quiet Place is about a family in the state of New York 
extraterrestrials have landed, we think, maybe. We're not quite sure. That isn't really explained. But anyway, <laughs> if you make a sound, then they're able to hunt you because they're, like, really blind and stuff. If they hear you, they hunt you. John Krasinski and his family, or Jim, live in <laughs> <laughs> On a farm in New York, they have a deaf child. Their youngest, well, actually, maybe we shouldn't go into what happens in the beginning. But anyway, they are... Uh, yeah, so that, that's, 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 pretty much, that's pretty much the premise. Uh, if, you, if you talk, then they hunt you, so they have a system where they're able to live Wait, in a it's pretty... It's not if you talk, but if they hear you. If you make a noise. If you make a noise, then they know where you are, and they're going to hunt you. The, uh, the, whatever they are, the monsters are definitely aware that there is someone there. So they have to be very quiet. Emily Blunt's character is pregnant. She's going to be giving birth soon. And that's it's scary. It's very scary. And I absolutely love the way that this movie is pretty much completely silent. And I, it makes it so much scarier. And it's, uh, ooh, it's again, chilly. I've been they looking forward whisper. to this. No, they can't. They, they can, can whisper. There are rules. There are rules that go along with this. And they explain them throughout the course of the movie. And there are certain things you can do. Along. If you pay attention. The thing is, I... I also loved this movie. I was infatuated with it for several months whenever I realized that John Krasinski directed it. And he started in it with his wife and two phenomenal kid actors. Um, and after I saw it, I loved it and read so many reviews. But to clarify some of the reviews, if you don't pay attention to the movie, and like, since it is quiet, you have to focus on the little things that they give you then you're not going to like it. You're going to find little flaws in it. Like one person said, um, what were y'all just saying about the quietness? I just, oh yeah, the rules. Right. Like, so one person was like, why would they decide to have a baby in a time like this? And if you actually paid attention to the movie, then. they got pregnant before. No. No, they got pregnant during. They got pregnant during. And they're not saying, I was watching some reviews um, with Emily Blunt and John Krasinski and they were saying, they didn't plan it. I mean, that's not, it's not like, they decided to do it, but they did have rules in place, and they set up for. So wait, she her wasn't pregnancy. supposed to be pregnant, and then she got pregnant, and they're like, "Let's throw this in the movie." No, no, like the, the people in the movie didn't plan to have another child, but, but it happened. Were, so now that they they need to protect this quiet child, sex. you can't go. Yeah, you can't go out to Planned Parenthood. I think in this. Uh, yeah. In this and story, you could use a condom. Oh my goodness. Maybe not. Are you kidding me? I'm just kidding. This the th- yeah. And I am kidding you. Absolutely. Good. But no, <laughs> some of the criti- the critiques that I saw were just kind of really, they're like, why would you ever watch this movie? It has no good premise at all. But Pay I attention. think that it was a very good premise. And it was acted phenomenally, especially by the children. Yeah. And just, John Krasinski's directed some stuff before. It's been like indie stuff. Like and the Dolphin movie? No. He didn't direct no. that? He was in it. Oh no, he didn't direct that. He directed. Uh, yeah, I forget the what. There was like uh, the sick child with a something uh, ugly people. I don't. I forget what it was called. But they were very indie things, and I was very surprised. I'm happy he gave himself a challenge of making almost a completely silent movie, and it's scary. Uh, first really movie produced by Michael Bay that's got like over a ninety on Rotten Tomatoes. When Way I to saw go that, for them. When I saw that on the um, on the credits, I started to laugh. But I think premium large format, absolutely for this movie. I think I'll go see it tonight. It is. No, it is. It does. It scares you. You don't realize how terrified you are until like halfway in the movie. I was. Oh yeah, and this would be great. I know most uh, studios are worried about how their movies are going to perform in China and across seas and things like that. This movie would do great. The yeah. way the characterizations are. You make all movies without 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 talking. I'd be on board with that. They used that. to do that. They used to do that, and then they and stopped. The talkies came around. 
<laughs> Those assholes like Clark Gable had to ruin everything. What were you saying? Um, that was all I was saying. It was very enjoyable. I really, I really like this movie. It was very scary, and now I'm incredibly excited to see what John Krasinski does next. Which what he will is- you do next? <laughs> In case anyone's wondering, the girl Millicent Simmons is actually deaf. I did yeah, not know is. that. So. Well, She's phenomenal. to end this off, I wanted to ask you guys, do y'all think Jared Leto is a good actor? Okay. Jared what are you doing? Good or bad actor? <laughs> Your iTunes has been bumping for the last three hours. Well, don't just quit it. Do y'all think that this is bad radio, bad podcast material? No, I think, I think I'm going to use the bathroom, and then we should just have a little bit of fun. Wait, Jared Leto. You were talking about Jared Leto? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's a good actor. I also think he's a good actor. Well, Palmer's deciding to leave, so he doesn't get to talk about why I think he's someone, a bad actor. I know someone. Um, who knows Jared Leto? No, who's related to Jared Leto. Yes, yes. Cousin. You do. That is very cool. Um, he said he's planning to hitchhike, among other things, across the country from New York City to Los Angeles, saying, I may jump on a donkey in the Grand Canyon or take a hot air balloon. I got the gear. I know, okay. kind of weird. Do you also, Johnny English, there's going to be another Johnny English. I haven't seen the trailer and I really don't want to. No, me neither. I think that's a stupid idea. Thank you, thank you everyone yes. that listened to us. I or am Nathan us. Velasquez, Incredible Mr. Nat on Twitter. I am Becca Velasquez, capital Becca underscore R underscore V. Uh, Palmer Lovett is at, at Palmer, Palmer Lovett. Lovett. Thank everyone that, thank you everyone that listened. Check us out in two weeks for the next Foxtail Film Reviews podcast.